Some Man City fan apparently slugged him. Oh, I like Jeremy. Shit, you're old. It was a direct attack at you. Like, you look every bit 30, huh? He'll be killed by a number of men in the dugout. Watch, watch, Rumble's on. Pina colada, large one. Yes, coming in flat with episode 73 of the Football Played on Paper podcast. I'm Sean, and um, I'm flat as a biscuit, and I'm joined by Jobba. It's coming home, it's coming home. <laughs> Barney, <laughs> how are you, mate? Rome wrong. Barney, <laughs> Rome. Barney Rome. how are you, mate? Rome. I'm good, thanks, Sean, eh? And Holz is More lively than you. Yeah, I'm probably doing better than you, mate, so yeah. <laughs> Yeah, my stomach stomach feels sore still from this morning. I got sick from when we went into extra time, and it hasn't really felt any better since then. So um, I'm kind of hoping chewing this over will make me feel better. Um, Of course, I can actually move on from life because everything's on hold at the moment, pretty much. No chance. There is no chance. You might actually feel worse. (laughs) (laughs) You've got. We've been building up for like. Three weeks for this. We've got an hour. We're just going to be lashing England. Yeah, well, what I might have to do is just go Conor McGregor. Just go real personal for no reason. <laughs> Break your own leg. Call it early. <laughs> uh, tough week. All right, bum. Let's get into some uh, weekly happenings. Let's hope McGregor's not in there. Oh, no. Conor didn't make the cut, but uh, there were some English fans and they're atrocious behavior that did make the cut so i'm sure we all would have seen some of the um aftermath of the uh english fans losing and they clearly don't like to lose and uh there was one incident in leicester square i believe it was in an unsanctioned fan zone where they were throwing bottles at each other and smashing them up and uh breaking windows and, and crap like that throwing rubbish around um there was a few other sort of fights that randomly broke out in the streets. And then there was actually a guy that um, there's a video of someone filming from like their apartment block of a guy who was being held by two other guys who just got thrown into the Thames. Probably Also, Hey, that's just Ben's up high on me. Yeah. And they threw it off the, off the top of a, like a low boat and then just walked off. <laughs> was the guy alive or was it a dead body? Dead <laughs> body. <laughs> well, they walked up, so he, he might have made it out. I'm not yeah, sure. You see him pop up. It's pretty good. Know, if, you, if you're going to the Thames, you're coming out either not at all, like as in you're dead, obviously, um, or you're coming out with some sort of disease. Yeah, yeah. I think a staph infection for sure. So yeah. is, that, is that, Barney, is that unruly behaviour or is that genuinely reportable? Someone's witnessed a murder. Is that even football related or is it like ma- <laughs> mafia streets of London related? Like, that's 50-50 at this stage. Yeah. But, uh, crime podcast. There, there was all, all, all this the going on. And then before the game even started, there were hundreds <laughs> of England fans who uh, – went over to one of the disabled entrances and basically just kicked down the fences and stormed in. There was hundreds of them charging through, <laughs> knocking over stewards. Oh, like they gross. I couldn't give a shit. Even other England fans who had tickets were like telling them like, like go away, like bugger off. And they just charging through. And these are obviously all ones who didn't have fans. I think there's 49 arrests have been made. But I mean, there was about 600 people that got through, so it didn't really matter. And people colonizing Wembley? Yeah, people with tickets were having to fight people without tickets for their own seats. <laughs> God it was save a shambles. The queen, huh? Unbelievable. Yeah. So English, gracious, gracious in defeat as always. Naturally. 
Uh, all righty. Next one we've got here is uh, Big Ciron is still winning when he's not even in the tournament. So he's come out of this with the golden boot by one assist because Patrick Schick also got the gold. Uh, well, he almost got the golden boot with five goals, same as Ronnie. But because he got that one assist, Ciron gets it and uh, Schick doesn't. What do you always think of it? Paisa, didn't you tip that? Oh, I think I tipped that. By or default? Maybe, or maybe the complete opposite of that, one of the two. Oh, you said Kane, I think. Oh, <laughs> um, uh, yeah, it was Kane, yeah. But I want to know, Barney, what happened to um, Owen Goal, the English guy? Uh, yeah. he, he scored a heap of goals this tournament. Did he? Oh, 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 <laughs> took me took me a few seconds to get yeah. that one. Sorry, Sorry. Sorry. I'll, I'll, I'll keep it. I'll just keep it the dick jokes that you get then, Miller. <laughs> <laughs> Middle name sixty nine. Sorry, mate. I'll be the only notch for you. All your mum jokes. It's called a pun, Sam. <laughs> Did you see um, Jack Grealish, the Grealish 69 shirt in the crowd? Yeah, yeah, Mrs. Grealish. Yeah, oh. yeah that was, that was <laughs> fantastic. That's, Tasteful. That's, yeah, that's more you, Barney. I thought that was yeah. so much. Yeah, there you go. I need to chuckle out of him now. <laughs> greatest, jo- greatest joke ever. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if you guys saw this, but uh, Eder, who was the uh, winning goal scorer of the 2016 tournament for Portugal, Wonderful. was carrying the tr- yeah good good goal was carrying the uh, trophy out for after the game for Italy, and he looked like he was so nervous about dropping that thing. He was he was doing like half steps and he held it at chest height the whole way, didn't move an inch, and just slowly walked it out and, and was only looking at the. Uh, the where he was putting it on the stand out of the thing and then put it there and sort of looked around and was like shit and then just walked off so i've got two things on this firstly when i saw him walking out i was like who the fuck is this guy just some rando i didn't even recognize him at all um or register who it was um and the other thing was he had the front of his shirt untucked i mean come on you're carrying carrying out the trophy tuck your shirt in one more thing. Where was the car? Are we, are we just forgetting about the car? Oh, I was oh, so disappointed. Had, the little car. Yeah, we, had, we had the car and now it's just, it's gone. That would be the Insigne's bus. That would have been sick. <laughs> the ca- the car bought the ball out, but the car didn't bring the trophy out. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, that yeah, would be sick. It bought the ball just out. Just used the car. Oh, oh, they, used to, they, they used the car. They used the car. Oh, that's sick. That's nice of him to lend it to him again. Maybe the England fans uh, got a hold of it on the way in. <coughs> Stomp the shit they out. Rolled it. They flipped it. <laughs> no, it was, it, was it. A v, it was a V. It was a V Dub car. They've already beat um, Germany, so they they'd flip over. I don't know what are the times. Like a Fiat, a Fiat or something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they think Ferrari or something. They put them on bricks. Yeah. All righty. Uh, last one we got here is the uh, the Comedy Bowl. So that's the governing body of the South American sort of region. Uh, want to set up a duel of the champions with Italy. So they want to play Argentina versus Italy. Bit of a Barney, FIFA Club World Cup vibe. Is this just the World Cup? Is that effectively what they're describing? <laughs> they're like Americanized. Yeah, they're just like, oh, we've got this good idea. How about we get everyone in the world and we all like, you know, play each other and then see who's the best and then we'll give out like a gold trophy. How about that? And then they yeah. can play USA in the final. <laughs> yeah, that's where the world champions. Boston yeah. Red Sox World Championship. <laughs> but, with, but with this game, there's a 50-50 chance that a South American team will win it. So they're the best odds they've had in years. So they're probably that's why they probably oh, want to set it up. Shots fired. Oh, all right. Yeah. But, uh, Barney, Brazil's the most <laughs> successful team in World Cup history. Yeah. Like, and you're coming in hot against the South Americans already. Why do you hate that audience? 
Well, and the we've thing- got rid of so many fans recently. I just want to get rid of all South Americans now. Well, the other <laughs> thing we need to ask is um, how is the little continent of uh, Oceania um, <laughs> or, the, or the region, um, is, how are they going to get in this tourney? It's a good point. Australia, Australia's jumped to Asia, so is the next is the next jump to Europe to then win the European Championships to then play off for this uh, jewel of champions. Just that makes sense. Way up. Yeah, we should great. go maybe back back to thrashing America Samoa. Yeah, well, there Those goes the Island listeners as well. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Barney. <laughs> oh, Hoss, don't flip them off, mate. They can't see it. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. We're, we're not recording on. the video tonight, are we? <laughs> <laughs> touch on some transfer news quickly. So, um, Shawno's favorite manager, Patrick Vieira. He's uh, targeting a couple of signings early on here in uh, Eddie Inketia from Arsenal and Kasper Dolberg from uh, where is he? He's at Nice now, where Patrick's old club. Um, uh, Dolberg, there we yeah. go. Yeah, that's this is this is the one, probably one of the first post Euro moves potentially. Yep. So what are, what do we think of these signings? Oh, I don't think they can afford either either of them. <laughs> so I don't know. Yeah. They're going for about twenty million each. I good, think. So. Yeah, good good signings oh. if they can get them. What do you reckon? Fast Eddie's a good signing. Fast Eddie. <laughs> so I think they're, they're both decent players. Um, the thing that shocks that me about these signings are um, I don't see how either of these players are going to keep you up in a relegation scrap. Like they're just not the type of no. players. Do you know what I mean, Mike? Mm. That, well, yeah, at this the, stage, they just need any players, don't they? they I got, suppose they're, they're <laughs> yeah, all known but, players. But, yeah, but the front, players, the yeah. front three, like they've got Zaha, they've got Easy, and they've got Benteke. That's probably one area that they. Could like maybe get away with not strengthening. That's yeah. probably all right. Like maybe maybe Vieira is thinking of playing an inverted Christmas tree. <laughs> <laughs> They're running that Chelsea policy where they just sign more and more attackers and just let the defense sort itself out. Yeah, <laughs> got a chance. It goes for him. Alrighty. Uh, next up is Saul from Atletico Madrid. Um, has got a few different suitors who are after him. So apparently his time's up at Atletico Madrid and they're looking to cash in. So there was an offer from Barcelona where they were going to swap Antoine Griezmann. Well, sorry, <laughs> this was I think this is more of a this is what Atletico wanted for him. They wanted Antoine Griezmann, but apparently Barcelona aren't willing to do it because they got burnt so bad by the Suarez deal last year that they <laughs> only want Griezmann to go to the Premier League or to like a different league. They don't want him to go to somewhere else them. in the Spanish league. Yeah. And then he was also linked with Liverpool, actually, as oh, well. For, all right. They want 50. Liverpool didn't want to pay 50. No. Nah, um, so they're at a bit of a head. So I, I feel like they're going to go for the cash over. Well, they're they've, not going to get Griezmann. Um, they've already signed his replacement in Rodrigo de Paul, who played for Argentina the other day. So potentially there's something in that which would help Saul move on. They're but ready to go, yeah. Yeah, I just I can't see how, where... Like Liverpool would stick him if they had him. Like they've already got Thiago in there. They've got Henderson. We lost yeah. Fabinho. Fabinho, kind of, they kind of all those three players you'd love to have in there if you could, and you kind of run out of mm. room then. What's it? I don't understand his incentive. Well, they need they need to strengthen in the midfield because they had a lot of injuries for injuries for depth. Yeah, yeah, for depth. Yeah. I need some depth for but sure. Would Saul want to come there for that? No, he's like he's world class. Like he's that's like what I mean. I don't, I don't think. Yeah, but I don't think I think he'd be coming in and probably starting in that team. Over who? Uh, well, I mean, Thiago, you only get twenty games out of a season anyway. Yeah, and maybe not even a full game sometimes. The Spaniards don't think they need him. They never play him. Maybe they did well, need him. Why would you? 
<laughs> no, I, I, can, I can he can come in and start for sure. But yeah, it's there's still a still a bit of a ways off in the transfer fee anyway. Yeah. So big old Rafa Benitez is making or trying to make some big moves at least. He wants to bring in Koulibaly from Napoli and Alan St. Maximin from Newcastle. So rating two of his old clubs and two players I think he signed at both clubs as, as well. This would be uh, pretty big statements from him if he actually got got either of them really. Yeah, the, the key word you said there is um, he wants to sign them. Well, so does everyone else, <laughs> mate. So, yeah. yeah, like, yeah. What, these I are also, con- I think these are also contingent on Richarlison going to Real Madrid for fifty million. So, they so can if, that, if that cash. deal doesn't go, th- yeah, if that deal wow. doesn't go through, then they're not signing either of them, probably. So, what happened to Real Madrid's um, one hundred and fifty million dollars spend or nothing policy that's out the window? Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, they realised it wasn't a good idea. Yeah. So we're only spending one hundred fifty million or nothing. Oh, so that's why we're broke, <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, spend, so spend, good- spend, spend. There's no word for negotiation in Spanish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or debt. <laughs> right, and lastly, we've got Barca have officially been approved to re-sign Messi. So apparently yeah. there was a bit of yeah. a – they weren't actually allowed to re-sign him until they got approval from La Liga that they could actually um, meet the wage limitations of the league. And so think, they, they promised to cut wages. Yeah, Barney, I think if the La Liga is approving your wages – you're in a good place financially. <laughs> yeah. Like if, if you're just waiting on the league to be like, yeah, these wages won't fold you as a club in the next 12 months, I think you're in a good space. And you're also one of the biggest clubs in the league. Yeah. Yeah. All positives out of the league. Yeah. What a bloody mess. Uh, yep. All right. Should we hook in? Yeah, I reckon. Let's, let's get, in, let's get <laughs> into the go. Copper yeah. America time. Let's get into the meat and veg of it. <laughs> oh, oh, shit. No, sorry. <laughs> Alrighty, so Italy won, England won, three two on pens to Italy. What a game! Uh, I think it really t- tailed off a, uh, a nice finish to what's been a pretty good tournament for myself. I've been quite enjoying it. Not so much the early mornings, but the uh, football has really been worth getting up for. I guess we got to throw to the big man Shawno first. How are you feeling? What are you? What are your? Th- what, are you what are your thoughts? Initial thoughts. Initial thoughts are just another glorious defeat via penalties, which just seems all too familiar. I think I had a feeling when it went to pens. Um, I actually I had two theories on the game. I had a, a theory that England were going to blitz them and we're going to win like three nil or three one, um, or I thought it'd get dragged all the way to extra time pens and then I'd see an Italian win. And then I'll tell you when Lukey Shaw cracked that home, I said, like, oh, jeez. Oh, <laughs> the blitz I, thought, I thought we were going to blitz him. Um, so, yeah, I just, I know, I still, it's still a bit early for me to work out how exactly I feel, but I think I'm half excited about what's next for England, half distraught about what happened, a little bit disappointed. Yeah, just still a bit mixed, I think. I, yeah, I, think- I guess. I think yeah. the best. I think the best thing part of it for England is that there's a World Cup next year. Yeah, so and you can, yeah. you can yeah, you can build on that, and you can like, like it, not you have to wait two years. You got like the World Cup coming up straight away, mm. and you can just carry on this momentum. Um, and yeah, I think you guys would easily be going in favourites for that tournament. Um, favourites, oh, favourites for that tournament. A strong one contender. Of, one of they, South America's back in, you know. Yeah, yeah, they, they're, they're mugs. And they, oh, they, just, they just got beaten by another team that'll be at the World Cup too, Barney. Yeah. Um, One almost of the got favorites. beaten by Denmark. 
<laughs> yeah, the Danes. Uh, all right, yeah. well, let's let's look at let's uh, go through the lineups first. So we had some changes. We saw uh, Saka get dropped for Trippier, and they went to a back three with sort of the two wingbacks. Um, what do you boys think of that decision from Southgate? Yeah, well, it was more about the. It wasn't. I don't think it was personnel wise. I think it was like um, structure wise. Yeah, so I, I don't think he's like dropping Saka. He's just saying I'm going to play back no, no, three. No, no, no. Therefore, yeah. I'm bringing in um, bringing in trips. But I, I, th- I actually thought he was going to go um, four three three and just play the exact same team he started with in the in the semi. So I was surprised by the by the back three and. It wasn't the right call, I, I suppose. I mean, Italy didn't really break England down, so I, I suppose it was the right call. I think pre-game, yeah. Barney, I was like, oh, like it's a, it's very defensive, but I can sort of understand that because I really rate Italy, and it was obviously Gareth really rated Italy as well, and he had that defensive structure. About two and a half minutes in, I was like, he's genius. He's <laughs> yeah, absolutely that, genius. The goal was one, like... One wing back to the Yeah, other. wing back to and wing then back. back across again. Yeah, absolute genius. Well, it wasn't yeah, just yeah. those two combining. It was the fact that... Um, they got the goal from width as well. Like Luke Shaw yeah. had it on the touchline, rolled it into Harry, and then it got swung all the way out to one side, then all the way over to the other. So uh, that's the thing that the backfire gives you and, the ability to and switch they got it rather easy. so fast. There were six yeah. England players in the box when that goal went in versus five Italian players, which you just oh, really? never see. Yeah, so it was on unreal. That, on that shape there, so it was Harry Kane. A false nine, or is at this point is he a real six? Yeah, it was a false I, six. I, yeah, I didn't realize they were starting him at CDM. Yeah, it came so yeah. deep. I was, was dead oh on Jordan, Jordan Pickford toes at one point. Like, I know. Was Benucci so had to renew his passport to follow him to that, that deep. It's unreal. But, uh, like, I think people just, um, I feel as though it's one of those ones where Harry Kane can't, can't win in that situation. Like, if he drops deep and threads balls, whips balls out to trips like he did in this game, or I think he rolled in um, Sterling. In, in the other game or who else? It might have been Saka out there. Saka. It was Saka yeah. for that goal, yeah. Also, when he rolls those balls in and it's working, um, no one mentions it. But then when, yeah, we need some um, some cutting edge up top in the box, then he just gets absolutely blasted for not being in the box. And I'm like, well, yeah. he's only one player. And if he does drop in, which he does, everyone knows he does, then the onus isn't really on him to be in the box or running forward. Then the responsibility falls to Raheem and Mason Mount to get past but him. I if you know how he drops where... in. I reckon that's where I get a little bit confused or was a little bit confused with the lineup because, like, you're looking at it and you're going, Harry's going to come deep because that seems to be what they do now. But then you play Mason Mount as well. So, like, someone's got to be getting in behind. So you've got Raheem doing it on one side and then Mount not really doing it on the other. Like, I was a little bit confused by that because I thought they might try and get those two sort of Another pacey wingers. player. Yeah, yeah, another pacey player in there. But, like, Mount's The only other option no that he's Sancho. Or Rashford. Or Grealish. Yeah, oh, yeah. No, nah, because Grealish ain't going to do – he's not going to run in behind. He's going to do what Mount yeah. does. He like but, threads it in behind, yeah. But I, I sort of think like that's how I was thinking as like a general football fan. But then you're like, well, Gareth's done enough to get him to the final. So you probably got to be like, he's got to back him. himself. Yeah, he yeah. deserves to be backed at this point. Like he's yeah. got him to the final. No, I agree. Yeah, I agree. 100%. Yeah, I think I think he showed enough tactical nous that people by the end of it were trusting him because he's, he's changed the lineup a lot, changed the people in the lineup a lot, like – He's shown a lot of tactical flexibility, which is good to see. Um, I guess we've got to touch on – we have sort of touched on the goal, but we haven't really touched on the finish yet. That that finish from uh, old Lukey Shaw. What, what were you calling him, Jabba, before the show? Uh, Ballander Shaw. 
Ballon d'Or. Yeah, nice. Yeah, look, last week, Jorginho was in the conversation around the Ballon d'Or, so I was like, you know what? If we're going to be that temperamental with it, why can't Luke Shaw be in that conversation? The workmanlike left back. But Just on that, mostly, I think it's laughable that um, Jorginho is in that conversation. Yeah, yeah that, that's It wasn't even sure. the first team. Um, it's only July. I, I really love it. Like, Luke Shaw gets first ball, plays it across to Harry Kane. Harry Kane whips it out to Trips, and then there's a bit going on. Trips holds it up, and Luke Shaw just... Like bursting at the back stick, they lose him, and he did. I think he did so well to finish that. Like it's a bit of an awkward position. Gets it's down so over casual. Yeah, yeah, he did. He looks so relaxed, just like a training ground finish sort of thing. Yeah, and yeah. in off the post, that was that was nice. Yeah, yeah. Harry Kane because he laid that ball wide, and he still got in the box to be like mm. a, a decoy run. So it, it sailed over the back because two defenders sort of went with Harry. Um, and yeah, the, yeah, the Italian defenders were just outnumbered when the cross came in from. Yo, like, Di Lorenzo got real caught out. He sort of like he was probably like in a good position to mark Luke Shaw, and then as Trip held, Trips held at the ball a bit more, he edged closer and closer, and so sort of started to yeah. mark Kane as, as well. And then Shaw was just wide open at the back stick. It's too late, and yeah. Yeah, got caught out. Um, but then I guess as the half progressed on, uh, the Italians got a bit more of a foothold in the game, um, and oh, yeah. Yeah, they started to really get on top and started to start knock the ball around and create a few good chances with themselves. And Chiesa had a good chance where he was sort of just like, uh, again, that desire from him, he just kept charging it. He almost got taken out by like stones, I think it was, or rice. And then he just got up and kept going and lashed In the middle of the field? Left. Yeah, yeah. That was rice. Yeah, he sort of bear hugged him a bit and he broke free. And I was so surprised at how well he hit that on his left. That was such a good shot. The strength and the balance, like to get past Rice and then Rice sort of had another go at him, but he was just too strong. A low center of gravity. Yeah, it was just an outstanding piece of play. But um, he he was, I thought he was like in the second half of the first half, like he looked the best player in the park and you're like, he's going to be the guy who's going to break this game open. Yeah, he was was looking pretty threatening and like really up for it is probably the best way to, to describe it. Energy levels. I think that part of the match is critical and I'm just, Wondering whether, um, like Italy found their feet, got their composure, and as you say, got a footing in in the game, or did England sort of have their goal and think now we've got something to protect? And you could, yeah. I think you could see their line drop deeper and deeper, which then allowed more room for, um, you know, Jorginho, um, Verratti, and Barella to get on the ball. And then, did you see how um, high and wide Chiellini was getting? So what had happened is they'd kick um, Emerson on, Chiellini would almost play at left back, Benucci would play in the middle and um, Lorenzo would tuck in or you'd get a Black Barella kicking back around. Yeah. So then they had had that extra man out out there and then that moved England back. So, yeah, I'm not sure whether it was England's were like, we've got the goal, now let's try and protect it or get to halftime at 1-0. Or did Italy actually put their foot on the gas? Which one? So came I've first? got I've got a theory yeah. about that that I was thinking about during the game was like I feel like Italy have a lot of on field leaders and at that point they've been like Harry Kane's dropping deep so we can like we can afford to do this because we know that we're not going to be like necessarily well, there's not necessarily someone yeah there's not necessarily someone sitting right up there to hurt us so they were a bit braver and like I think having those on field leaders like Chiellini and Benucci I reckon they make those sorts of decisions yeah Jorginho comes in deeper and I feel like they just they kind of figured it out, like they played their way through it, and then England were like, "Oh no, we can't really get out of this." Yeah, well, that that's that system that Sean is talking about. They sort of went to where Emerson pushes on, and that's the exact same thing they do with Spinazzola in there. And like mm. like Sean has mentioned uh, before in the pod, that like 
like when spinners all went down, it's like I sold you guys down and they just slot someone into the system and it, it works. And Emerson's no nowhere near as good a left back as what Spinazzola was, but like they, it's just that system still works and they still go with that. So he still drops out left and Di Lorenzo sits in a bit more and, and they just continue on. Um, but yeah, I think Italy definitely finished the half uh, very strong and then they started the second half just as strong as well and kept that momentum going. And yeah, we're really pushing pushing England. And then uh, they they made a couple of changes. So they brought in uh, Chris Dante for Barella. And then they also brought in uh, – they took off Immobile and brought on Berardi. Yeah. And then Insigne sort of came in and sat as a number 10 and had Berardi and uh, Chiesa just up above either side of him. Immobile was so quiet. He had to come off. Oh, he was anonymous. Oh, yeah. yeah. It, was, it was disappointing for me personally when <laughs> went off. I was like, now <laughs> I know he's not going to win the golden boot. Because he, he, <laughs> he, 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 he really looked like looked, it before he came off. Yeah, well, he hasn't looked like it for the past two games, to be honest. And I was sort of pinning all my like favour on him being able to come good. But they looked better without him. Like, in, And that's not the first time that's happened either. Yeah. Which, which is crazy that he hasn't found himself out of the team, though. Because... I agree. I think it's the second or third game. I haven't watched every single one of Italy's games as we come through. But, um, yeah, this isn't the um, first or second time I've seen Immobile um, come out of the team and Italy look better. So I'm surprised he, he kept his spot, really. Especially considering Italy's sort of style and mentality is for the greater good type thing where if you're not pulling your weight, we'll just slot someone in who'll do the oh, job yeah. type thing. Mm-hmm. And Bar- Barati was like genuinely up for doing a job too. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. So like it was, it was, it was interesting. That, but he must, I don't know. Maybe he's one of those guys who brings other guys up or something. Yeah, but like yeah, the behind I, the scenes I, thing. I, I was sort of waiting for him to be dropped, but you've gotten so far into the tournament with the team, you're like, yeah, you sort of understand yeah. it. Maybe they're trying yeah. to play him into form. <laughs> in a yeah, European yeah, Cup in the, final. In the final. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's balls. Yeah. <laughs> hey, if anyone would do it, the Italians will. How about the uh, incessant? Uh, booing from the England fans like I understood at the start but I remember it was like 35 minutes in and it was just still like a constant noise level every time Italy had the balls it was irritating but kind of impressive at the same time See, I, was now, just, I was gonna say to be fair it's actually I'm more impressed with that that they kept it up yeah, that long and they revamped it after half time they, they got some momentum again they'll boo and drank about 15 beers and then came back and started yeah. booing again and you see after the I meant to mention this when we talked about the first golf for England the little uh, David Beckham in the, the stands with Tom Cruise, a little fist oh, bump. Oh, yeah, the fist bump. And yeah, Del Piero yeah. sitting just behind. Was nice. Oh, was he? I didn't see yeah, it. Was like Del a little Piero. celebrity box. Like, oh. I was just entranced by uh, Tom Cruise. Yeah, understandable. And his so, lack of height. He's, he's sharing a car with yeah. Insigne on the way home. <laughs> Apparently, Tom Tom Cruise asked him if he wanted to get um, audited by um, his uh, church. <laughs> his church? Yeah. yeah. And um, if he wanted Looking to make a donation there, or um, see the brighter light. So, yeah. <laughs> I can see Beckham right. get into that. Uh, let's stop. Let's let's cut the celeb chat. So second half is um, in the second <laughs> half, and then my player of the tournament comes good. Eh? How, Benucci. Mobile. I'll second that. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> Benucci's case, your that you said, like for him being uh, MVP, definitely was strengthened again by this game. I thought he'd won it at this point. He scored. He's now he's done everything in the tournament. Yeah, like, sloppy goal yeah. to concede by England, though, wasn't it? Like. I yeah. mean, bounced yeah. around a bit. Like no one was like took control of the situation. Yeah, did Chiellini get fouled? Do you reckon if that didn't go in, do you reckon that's a foul on Chiellini? The way Stones kind of wrestles him to the ground and sits on his leg as he tries to get up. 
Oh, I think nah, Chiellini's laying him down to like deliberately. Yeah, I thought I thought that's what Chiellini was doing, trying to create space for um, kind of yeah. So he they yeah. fall down and and Stones yeah kind of ends up on him. You're like not really foul, but then Chiellini goes to get up and Stones goes again, pushes down on his his like calf and holds oh, okay. him down. But yeah, I, I, yeah, like, I, gets to it. You rarely see those sort of fouls given, given on yeah. corners. It's like anywhere else in the field, any any other situation, it's like yeah foul. But then on a corner, it's sort of they let a lot of that. Because it's so much bargy bargy, yeah. No, yeah, I was, they'd be I was giving away wondering. pens all the time, I guess, if they if they did that. Yeah, I, d- I didn't necessarily think it was. I just wanted to see if you guys thought anything of it. Yeah, but Bonucci turns poacher on that oh, goal. Oh, striker's if instincts. You, if you watch the behind the goal cam, you sort of see all the tussling going on in that, and you see Bonucci just start streaming towards the goal, and he just follows the ball, follows the ball, and then just, yeah, he's Johnny on the spot, and uh, obviously very easy to knock in, but still great Poacher's instinct from a centre back. Yeah, unreal. That's, but then yeah. we uh, we move on to mm-hmm. the English subs. So oh, big highlight. This one here was Grealish coming on for trip. Trip. Who was it? Who Grealish come on for? Mount. Mount. Oh, that's yeah. right. Come for Mount. Mount. For me, Mount was a bit anonymous for like sort of large portions game. Like the start, he was really obviously when Ninger on top, he was. Uh, right there with him, but he sort of became a bit anonymous as the as the game drowned on. Would you guys find the same thing? Um, yeah, yeah. I, I can't really think of much that stood out for me from Mount. He, he's but, really I think he, he got wrestled off defending. the ball. He got yeah. wrestled off the ball a lot. Yeah, you? England are more. Phys- uh, sorry, Italy are probably more physical than they. Some maybe some of the younger England players were expecting. They haven't played Italy before. I don't but know. I think he was the he was the key man if they were going to wrestle it back. Like he's the guy you want on the ball if you want to start playing football. And I think Sean mm. Igro, Sean, like he was he was getting moved off it quite easily. Mm. Um, and you you needed him on the ball to control the game. Yeah, yeah I, I think you need to get him the ball facing forward. All of the times he got the ball, he had his back to goal, um, and we're just getting out out muscled by um, yeah, whether that be obviously some of the big two. Centre back Schiellini or Benucci um, or Lorenzo, he found himself on that side a lot, and Lorenzo was just wrestling him, and he couldn't get free. So yeah, I think like England really missed a, a different player, the Mount, in that if they were going to go to that formation. I think so. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, definitely. And they snuck Hendo on too, which I thought was a good move, but didn't pay off in the end. But, but all the subs just come too late. Like it, yeah, Rice looked out on his feet after like. 50 minutes and they kept him on there for what 75 or whatever. Um, yeah. I, I thought Mount, he I thought he was ineffective and you could see that early on in the in the game. So, yeah, I would have liked an, an earlier change on that as well. So, a bit slow with the substitutions for me, Gareth, but he has been all, all tournament. Like, he's been we've been playing games and at the end of the game, he's only made two subs and stuff like that. Yeah, so, when you're allowed five, I, you know what I mean? I know, so, wonder, 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 he's why. Get extra time you get. Trigger. Don't you, you get a, don't you get one. two more or extra yeah. one? Okay, yeah. Oh, but I think right, it, uh, right, two more. Yeah, it it, sh- it definitely shows the uh, the fitness of <clears> Calvin <throat> Phillips, though, doesn't it? I don't think he missed a minute yeah. the tournament, did he? Yeah, he come uh, off. He come off in the um. Who did we Ukraine four 0 Yeah, Ukraine. Oh, yeah. Ukraine. He was on a yellow card. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's right. that's, that's the only time he got subbed off right yeah. the whole tournament. Yeah. Yeah, he, he, was had, unreal. he had a massive season as far as minutes and work rate goes for Leeds as well. Like Bielsa's That's, just run him into the ground. Yeah, it's been <laughs> like a holiday for him, playing <laughs> playing like bloody seven games in two weeks. All right. <laughs> so, boys, next critical moment, uh, Raheem Sterling. So, he's got some bad press in the last week after the Denmark incident. <laughs> oh, you know, bloody typical English and diving. Um, 
<laughs> and then this this one, I don't know. I feel like it could have gone either way, but it's almost like history weighed down on that challenge. Mm, I can't comment too much on this one because I didn't catch it, but uh, I am intrigued, intrigued to hear your opinions on it. No I, pen for me. Yeah, mm. I, know, I know you thought it was a, le- a leveler job and you really want to lean into that uh, that story, that it was a leveler for the Denmark incident. You wait for getting it right again. Is, it right again. If it is, say it was, is that okay? Do you feel okay with that? No. No. no, no, you, just, no. Yeah, you, can't, you can't do that and be like, oh, Raheem, I have one in the bank for you. <laughs> <You're> like, you, <laughs> just, you, you pay what you see, but I don't think it was a pen anyway. Did it go to VAR? No, waved away. Just nothing. Just don't worry about it. Yeah. Do you reckon that's what the ref said to him? He's like, nah, that's your one, Raheem. Now yeah, you're now we're you're even. even. Yeah. I reckon he's turned to him and he's like, VAR's doing nothing for us anyway, so I'm not giving it. Not going to bother. Yeah. yeah. The, boys, the boys are busy. To be honest, yeah. I was actually pretty impressed with the, the ref. I thought he controlled the game fairly well and, and uh, was even even both ways and sort of let stuff go and wasn't pulling up everything. I found, See, I found I, it. I, I completely well. disagree, Barn. I, I think he, this, this referee yeah, refs the final like completely different to how the rest of the tournament was refereed, which I found extremely frustrating. So I, I agree with him on a lot of those decisions where I'm like, that's not a foul, let, let it play on and stuff. But the, the problem for me was that the rest of the tournament was refereed very, very differently. To like a different all, standard. Yeah, yeah. All, all those all those fouls. There's so many that um, England got where someone was sort of like leaning on the shoulder and Kane got um, clipped and stuff like that, which I agree are soft fouls and, and a couple of years ago aren't given. However... More recently, in um, the last couple of years, they've been given, and especially in this tournament, they were just given all the time. So yeah, that, was... that's, a, that's a bit I found frustrating. And I, I, England players didn't learn or adapt from that. Like they didn't get the feel from the game or the refereeing early, where he wasn't giving that stuff. So stopped going down, but Kane kept going down, and then so did Sterling. Yeah, yeah, kind of didn't adjust their play a bit. There was one where I saw where Sterling came back. On the top of the D and fouled, uh, maybe it might have been Insignia. Uh, and so it's just sort of that shoulder to shoulder, kind of a shoulder to shoulder, but it's kind of the back of his shoulder and it was enough to push him down. And yeah, where and that got given it. How often yeah. do you see that get given in the start of this tournament? And then, yes, yeah. in this game, it just wasn't. So, yeah. Well, to yeah. go from uh, go from one refereeing incident to probably which was one of the best fouls all game, the old Chiellini horse collar. So Saka gets around him and tries to run off and then Chiellini just grabs him by the shirt collar and just rips him to the ground and then casually walks off like, yeah, it wasn't, much, wasn't much going on. Yeah, experience. Experience. Harsh, harsh yellow, wasn't it? <laughs> harsh yellow. That was vicious enough that I could have seen the red given. Oh, stop oh, it. No, no. I agree with Sam. That went through my head too. I was like, yeah. Was I was, <laughs> Put your grapes away, boys. I, I was glad he didn't give it as a red, but like I was like, that's such an out of like out of the norm sort of incident that you could you could give a red for that. Oh, it would have ruined know. the game because England probably would have would have won yeah. because of it. Would have ruined the sport for a long time if that yeah. was given as a red. Oh my god, you can't you can't get away with like a foul at all in your eyes anymore. Yeah, you're going to tell, tell me in a couple of minutes, Jorginho should have went as well. My god, oh, you need to lock, need to lock in a dark start. room with Roy Keane for half an hour to toughen you up. <laughs> sort it out. I'll touch him up in that that room. <laughs> oh jeez, we're recording this, you know. I'll, I'll show it to him. He's a listener as well. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's a big he fan. He listens in. Yeah, right. I think he's right. one of the blokes dropping that dead body in the Thames. That's libelous. There we go. It's all good. Now we can say what we want. Yeah, we're going to write that one. All right, yeah, moving on. Oh, so that's full time. 
Yeah. And we go into extra time. And uh, a bit of it was pretty back and forth extra time. England might have had the the better of it across the the full extra time. But one notable incident we wanted to touch on was the Jorginho tackle. And was he was it should have been a red or did he even get a yellow for it? Or was yeah, it okay? Sean, Sean, do you want to go first here and then I'll say what really happened? <laughs> so he got a yellow, and um, I think he. Makes connection with the ball and then sort of rolls up and gets um, England's Rose, um, Jack Grealish, on the knee. And so, like, I just, again, in the context of where, how this tournament was refed and where we are these days, that that's that's a red card via VAR, is it not? That, that, like the precedent that, that's been set. That's a, red, that's a red. And I'll back Sean up. Yeah. What part <laughs> of his, I, I missed this one also. What part of uh, Jorginho's body hit the knee of Jack Rice? <laughs> Stars. Stars. Jack, Jack Oh, Jack Rice. Declan Rice, yeah. That's two. That's two. Yeah, I'm get him call. out of your head. <laughs> nah. um, oh. It was just, so, so studs. He got yeah, him. It was just yeah. all studs the all the yeah. way. But, yeah. But Jack, Jack's on the deck, like, and Jorginho gets the ball with the tackle. Oh, is Declan And on then the... lands on... No, Jack Grealish, Jack mate. Grealish. <laughs> Jack Grealish is on the ground. Declan, oh, Rice, Declan Rice is nowhere to be seen. I think he's on the bench, mm. maybe in the showers, and they're not the same person either. Yeah. Jorginho gets the ball, and then his foot slides off onto Jack Grealish's quad, which is ample. Might I add, it's a factor. Um, <laughs> it's Jack's, calves. On, Jack's on the deck and Jorginho's foot has to come down somewhere. Like it's not a stomp. It's just like the foot has to land somewhere or else Jorginho's on one leg yeah. bobbing around. Like it's not a red card. Yeah, but it's, the, so, it's, it's the pace and the aggressiveness that he went into it with is what is what concerns me. The duty oh. care concern. Jo- jo- oh, the duty of care. I know. I agree with you with all of that. But what I'm saying is the world that we're in and how this ref- how this tournament was refereed, that's a red. Yeah, but at one at some point you have to stop doing that to get like. To yeah, get not in the fucking the final. How about that? Do, like, do it, do it, do it at the end of the year. End do of it the, in or, Scotland. No, always. No, seriously, you do it at the start of the Premier League season. To say yeah. right, you know, we've probably overcorrected here. Let's dial it back, and this is the new interpretation of the rule. Everyone agree. Go out. You educate the players. You have meetings with them. Like you send the referees out to all the clubs. All that stuff that needs to happen. You don't just like, oh yeah. We have gone a bit far. Let's correct it now in injury time of a major final. Yeah, I I, I, I take your point, and I'm like I'll be like, well, I feel about it, but I'm not saying you're wrong either. Again, so I feel like we're sort of agreeing, but not the same way. But I'd prefer to be talking about this final about the football than the shitty red card Jorginho got that we could argue about all day. Like, and I I know it's like the lesser of two evils in like a not great situation. Because I honestly, if that would have been a red card, like I was already. Throwing shit because I was loving watching Benucci and Chiellini. Like, I would have fucking absolutely lost it there because, like, it's just never a red card. And there's so, like, there's, I know there's a lot of pace and aggression. Nah, there's no, yeah. there's no intent to hurt Jack Grealish there. I think because Jack Grealish goes to ground too, he, he gives up yeah, his. Yeah, Jack, Jack's giving the equal pace and aggression. Yeah, I think once like, you go to ground, you sort of t- throw away your right to, like, have, like, not safety, but you're being an aggressor. So you sort of. Yeah. When you say it's never a red card, well, it literally has been a red card for the last yeah. two years. So, yeah. Yeah. If you're Game's using the, the like approved <laughs> technique for slide tackling, which is like sliding with not your studs going up and in, surely you're on the better side but of it. We watched we watched a bloke from Denmark get sent off for the approved 
sliding technique. No, Ukraine or Denmark? Which one that was that? Heavy slide tackle that was perfectly legitimate. Oh yeah, like, Denmark. Oh, they're yeah. They're like, oh, you came in oh, too much. Yeah, but that, I I didn't think that was a red card. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, I feel, it's I feel all like about I'm my now. opinion and where <laughs> I live. Jorginho does the ball, doesn't he? I, I've created like that infinity sign with an argument that goes nowhere. And it just going to speak. Yeah, backs it on itself. But, but it all ends with me in the middle being right and really strongly <laughs> ro- like wrong about it. Just I just want to have seen of this, just the clip. Like in real time, it looks like nothing. But then you see Grealish's reaction. And then when you watch like the slow-mo and the angles of it, you can see the studs on him, but I don't know. I'm. I got to watch more of it. Bruce's reaction was was full on. It was a bit, yeah. bit much. But he wanted to get him sent in, off. They don't happen in slow mo like that. Happened nah, like, so those, quickly. Those, you slow yeah. anything down, it looks bad. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. All righty. Let's move on to a better part of the game, which was the Giorgio Chiellini tackle towards the end of extra time. Here, Jobber, I know you're a big fan of this because, as you've mentioned many, many times, you love the Italian centre backs. If only you were half as good as him. So, honestly, Sterling's broken in the box. I think he beats uh, – I can't think who it is left back. And then he beats Chiellini. And then Chiellini comes back at him and you're like, oh, shit, there's going to be a pen. And somehow he gets his leg, like, in front of Sterling and takes it away. Like, it was just, like, one of the cleanest, best tackles you will ever see. Honestly, I knocked my pizza off the coffee table at that point. <laughs> I was fully committed to the cause. It just – some of the defending from those two is just, like – Unbelievable, and it's artistic to watch. I'm just going to say, Jobba, tell me you just moved house without telling me you just moved house. <laughs> yeah. Pizza off your coffee table. Yeah, that, that's, that, yeah. that's his standard Monday morning yeah. diet, a 6.30 so, a.m. pizza. Yeah. So there's ouzo everywhere at this point. Ouzo. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but no, it was just like in extra time just to have like the stones of that. And one of my on a yellow card? Things, yeah, and one of my mm. favorite things to come out of this tournament is like these two players have made defending cool again. Like, because we've had such a shit year for, like, you know, defenders getting sent off for not much tackling, physicality Barring, out of the game. Yeah. yeah. And, like, they've just made defending great again. Yeah. Got to get it defending and cool defensive players on the TikToks and make kids get into it. And slide tackles. Yeah, slide tackles are sick. Alrighty, let's move on to the probably the biggest part of the game, and that was the pens. So... Where do we want to start here? Do we want to start with the first pen or do we want to start with Gareth's you've, subs you've skipped, he brought on just before, <laughs> you've just before the pens? Yeah. Did he take Grealish off again right before? He took Hendo off. Oh. He, he subbed on and subbed off Hendo. He had to do it to someone else, I think, to make an example. Who do you put on for Hendo for the pens? Uh, Rashford or Sancho. Oh, that's a good move. They both came out the same Both good time. moves. Yeah, and um, so, yeah. Walker come off as well because he wasn't going to take one. That's so, right. Yeah, yeah. At, at the point you're watching this, what are you thinking? Oh, I'd coin flip. With, you mean with them coming on? Yeah. Oh, are you thinking genius? Oh, I'm, I'm thinking I'm, Rashford coming on. I'm thinking that's good. Sancho, yeah. I was like, I didn't think he was much of a penalty taker. I didn't know. I, I haven't really seen him. I mean, he doesn't take any at Dortmund because they got um, better Harland. players. Yeah. Yeah, but like <laughs> better players. Yeah. <laughs> I was surprised they he was bringing Sancho on for a pen, but I guess if like walk, he's better chance of than Walker. So what about personally, would you rather be fresh, like coming on just to take a pen, or would you rather be, you know, a bit battle-hardened? Because like, I think people are like easy to jump on, obviously, because they lost and say, oh, wrong decision, blah, blah, blah. But yeah. like how often do you see a player that steps up for a penalty and he's absolutely gassed? Like imagine Declan Rice. Declan Rice would have had a heart attack if he'd taken a pen. Like he was so stuffed. You'd rather be fresh. Like, 100% you'd yeah. rather be fresh. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, like, Depends I, I how stuffed like, you are. 
But I feel like that it's, it's it's easy to dig the boots in now and say, "Oh, that was a dumb decision." When like at the time, I was like, "That's a brilliant decision." I don't, th- yeah, like, I don't think it's a bad decision. Yeah. yeah, I think especially if if you're the type of player that they're like they're like a calm and confident player that can come in straight off like the bench or straight into a shootout and and be confident. That's good, but. Like I guess the advantage of having players that have been on the field for like half an hour or more is that they, they've been they've they built some confidence within the game and themselves. And they might have a bit of adrenaline in their system to to stave off the nerves a bit more. But I don't know, could go either way. But I, yeah, I think it's not a bad move at all, tactically. But uh, uh, didn't didn't work out. All right. So <laughs> the first pen for Italy was who was the first pen? Barati. Just got a blank. Barati. That's right. Put it uh, sent uh, picked it the wrong way. It was good. Yep. Good pen. Second pen was Kane. So first for England, another good pen. Mm. Solid in the side netting. Got to remember well the right way. Yep. Especially after he missed his last one. Well, I guess it was so much better. Up, still, yeah. Yeah. Uh, then second Italian pen, which was Bellotti, I believe. Mm-hmm. Who shit pen for me? <laughs> shit pen. Just like one of those ones where it's like was that it's, saved. Yeah, so, yeah, so, save it, yeah. so right. saveable, yeah. wouldn't it? He, he almost caught it. It was that easy. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. bad, bad pen. And then up steps Slabhead. Oh, and he, oh mouth boys. Absolute mouth and breather. He, and he absolutely cannons one. I when I saw him jogging up, and he's like, "This is a real casual style." And then he sliced it. Yeah, sliced the sliced shit out of it. it. Sliced the shit out in the top corner and knocked the camera out of communication. Wasn't yeah, working it anymore. Yeah, didn't just bump it down. It broke it fully. That was sick. <laughs> broke the camera. That was the most confident pen I think we saw all night. That was unbelievable. I was 100% sure he was going to miss. And then even when he hit the ball, I was still confident he was going to miss. <laughs> yeah. And then it just like nestled into the top corner. It was that finest margin where it's either going over or it's the perfect pen. Yeah, Jobber, you that's, got some... I, that's 80 you, million get you, boys. Did he you mean it though? <laughs> The whole thing. Jimmy must have barred up so much at this watching that. My God. Yeah, all, the United, uh, all the United players that were in that penalty shootout, you would have been loving it. Yeah, yeah. I, I honestly, I was genuinely like, this is going to be the first one they'll miss. Like, it, I just, I don't know why he was in the first few. What a player. Then I think the next one for Italy was Benucci, I believe, who actually did a bit of a stutter step and sent Pickford the wrong way. Yeah. No, he said, yeah. No, he didn't. He said Pickford went the right way, but he went high. Oh, oh yeah. No, he did. Lifted right, it over him. Right. He did. Then up steps Marcus Rashford. I feel bad for him. Yeah, I do, but also oh, no. probably shouldn't have taken about 16 status. Oh, no, I hate and, that. I hate sideways that. Sideways move. Because so you could see he was going to do it because he started straight on the ball. And you're like, oh, he's going to take about four steps to the left, take half an hour to get to the ball. And then he, and then after all that, hits the post and misses. I mean, hanging Doesn't out even get on too target. Much. Yeah. Yeah, we, we talk about, oh, I think um, you particularly, Barn, you talk about data being in the game a lot more and stats and what's likely to happen. Um, and they've got obviously like years and years of data of this. But I can't imagine there isn't a data person behind there saying the best thing to do in this situation per the stats is to um, have a steady run up and rely on your technique as a professional footballer, grit your teeth, and hit it as hard as you can. Yeah. There, ha- there has side, to be yeah. stats out there that, that says that versus, but, um, yeah, the stutter step and trying to send the goalkeeper the wrong way. Yeah, I, I'd, love for him to, to go. I'd, I'd love to see the stats on that because yeah. I, you can't tell me as a professional footballer 
that you can't hit an area that is what two balls wide from twelve mm. yards. Like they're just out of a hundred shots, they're they're not going to miss anything outside of that over into sort of ninety five shots. I don't think but two yeah. balls, two footballs from twelve yards, they'd be able to hit every time. And the reduction in power that you're going to get by like not having that run up, like yeah. and you see Jorginho, like he waits for the keeper to move. So I think like the keeper loses the ascendancy, but I think you lose more power. As in well. your movement. Yeah. But with if the keeper like, picks the right way, it's such a soft penalty, it, he'll save it. That, that, that's, yeah. that's what I was going to say. Is that like, how many times do you see a keeper pick the right way but cannot save it because it hits so yeah. hard that like even, if, even if they get a glove, yeah, even if they get a glove on it, it's going to go. Yeah, yeah, it's going to yeah. go straight in anyway. So that's how all or they can't dive pens. there fast enough. So yeah, I, yeah, I, I agree with you 100 percent sure. And they should just like go the go the odds, go but, go the odds, <laughs> and then and in if you hit it as best you. Can or not, not as hard as you can because obviously the power is going to reduce, but within a reasonable amount, um, grit your teeth, bite down, rely on your technique to swing through the ball properly, and they save it. Um, that I don't think I've got a problem with that. Great, if you, great if you, save. Yeah, yeah, if you try and do a stutter step, give him the eyes, and then do a skip at the end, and then hit the post, I, I don't think I've got a lot of sympathy for you at that point. Nah, I nah. think it's just because Rashford's got that baby face, and I kind of always feel sorry for him. <laughs> Oh but yeah, no. yeah. Well, he's a young player and he's got a, a bright future. But I just think that I, I feel sorry for him. He has to go through that. But at the same time, I feel as though it's very much self-inflicted. Oh, hundred like percent. There's a there's a safer, higher odds option that would be much preferred. Um, yeah. Than than taking that option. And he can oh, really no, lash a ball too. I oh, know. Like, yeah. He's got all yeah. the techniques like, in the world. Like not many. Yeah. hundred percent. Really, it was really upsetting. Oh, don't, don't you agree, Job, that if he bites down, relies on his technique as a professional footballer to strike it into the side netting, he would do it 95, 99 times out of 100. Yeah, I reckon that Definitely. I honestly think that stutter step penalty is almost like a toxic masculinity thing where it's like, I'm going to be the one who waits Bigger for stones, the keeper to make yeah. the move. Yeah, I've yeah. got the, you know, I've got the nothing. I'm going to roll it past him. And it's like I'm a trend. The big man. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a trendy thing with young players too now. But it's not, it's not any better. I think like you look at Jorginho's nah. one and we'll get to that. Like... If he takes that properly, he's, again, player of wonderful technique, but he's like, oh, I've got a stutter step. And then you, you can see the moment where he's like, oh, shit, Pickford hasn't moved. Mm. Oh, what am I going to do? Yeah. And then Pickford's yeah. gone. And Pickford's like a good shot stopper. He's going to save that. Like yeah, you've, got yeah. a very, you've narrowed your own margins as to where you can put the ball now. It's like yeah. the new Panenka. Yeah, I don't like it. I don't like Panenka either. So next one up for Italy was, was that Locatelli? No, he didn't take a pen, did he? No, it was um, Bernardeschi. Yeah. Bernardeschi, that's right. And he, again, he went down the middle, didn't great he? technique. Yeah, and just lashed it and yeah. went straight down the middle but still hit it He hard. did the nice little, um, that bit where he sort of opened his hips up and leant back like he was trying to place it oh. into the top corner and then just slightly hooked his foot yeah. in the last second and put it down the middle, which sent Pickford. But that's, like, that's how you like, send a keeper. Like Jaden Sancho did with a nice little hip open to pass it over to uh, Donnarumma. <laughs> Yeah, he passed it one yard to the to Donnarumma's left. That was the so, worst pen, wasn't it? It was pretty bad, yeah. Sanchez. Sackers wasn't great either. The, those last two were pretty bad. If you're bringing, hit it with a bit, but yeah. If yeah. you're bringing a bloke off the bench to take a pen, that is not what you expect. Nah. <laughs> you get your refund on that one. Yeah, so Sanchez, again, not good. Uh, and then Jorginho steps up and... You probably like all English fans are probably dreading this because you saw what he did to uh commentator said best penalty taker in the world. I'm like, oh, get your hand off it, mate. Yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> Everyone knows that's Bruno Fernandez. 
Oh, oh Fernandez. Yeah, statistically. So keeps his te- same technique. He always does. The stutter step and goes left and Pickford picks it, gets a glove onto the bar. And then I saw that and I was like, oh, no, it's going to hit him in the back of the head and yeah. go in. And I was, I was about to, I was about to so sorry for him. And then he gets up and grabs it and saves it. And I was like, wow, that's a really good save. You felt and a bit of momentum for England then, didn't you? Like they were going to get yeah. this. Yeah, well, Mike Pickford's done everything possible throughout the game yeah. and throughout this shootout to get his team the win. And then Saka stepped up and just so couldn't couldn't put it Pickford, away. Pickford, Barney, I, like as so I was going for Italy in this game, but when Pickford saved that, I couldn't help but be happy for Pickford. Yeah, even though he's got the shittest haircut. Of any footballer, I don't, I don't, I'm but happy I for but, it. Phil Foden still exists, so. but he just—he nah, just, just, you can down. see he just loves it, and then he pulls out this save, and he's been heavily criticised. He's been heavily criticised on the pod, um, oh, but yeah. I couldn't—I couldn't help to be. but yeah, I couldn't help but be so happy for him <laughs> when he saved that, and I was like, shit, but, like good on you, like. This has really been a bit of a renaissance for him this tournament. He's yeah. been—he's been like, apart from those uh, cat flaps he made in that Ukraine game. He's been extremely solid throughout this, this and made some really good saves and been just like consistent and making good decisions. Half, well, of, the public, always in half of the public had him not starting. Half of the public had Henderson yeah. starting for, for this. Like I think when people yeah. were picking their, their England team, some half had Pickford and half had Henderson. At the end of this yeah. penalty shootout, I, I didn't feel sorry for um, sort of like Rashford, Sancho and Saka. I felt sorry for Pickford. As you say, if you're the keeper... You make two saves in a penalty shootout shoot in the final. <laughs> you're thinking, "Come on, lads! I've made two saves. You, yeah. All you have to do is score four out of five. Like, can I rely on you to do that?" I think, um, Jobber, you sent a thing through in the group chat about uh, Donnarumma got was a player of the match or tournament? Player of the tournament. Yeah, tournament. Sorry, my thought was if if England won this, Pickford would have got that too. Like, he's the equivalent. Like, they were both fantastic all tournament. Yeah. Thoughts. Pro- pro- Probably, especially Sterling. Probably, Halsey. Like, how does how does the um the famous algorithm work then with that one, with the MVP and Ronaldo not getting it? Yeah, yeah. So, no, yeah, oh, yeah, no, yeah. no, of the yeah the Jota. tournament, the tournament. <laughs> because because I definitely your theory and your um algorithm for that on um, men of the match it was bang on. Like it came through every time. What do you mean? Well, what you know, what's, you, this, what's this magical theory? Hulse has got this magical theory that um, the player who gets oh. man of the match is just the most famous guy um, oh. of of each team, which is why <laughs> what, I think Ronaldo what, won man of the match in like every game he played. What, um, if what, yeah. Was it the theory that it's like Ronaldo only has to do eighty percent of what an, it's a, like, a normal yeah, person would have to do to get a man of the match? Yeah, yeah he does so help famous. a lot. Maybe not. <laughs> yeah. a, Here we go. Lose <laughs> <laughs> yeah. all those Portugal fans. It is pretty much that. Yeah, that like if they're. Their like popularity accounts for a lot yeah. more than their ability needs to. If that makes sense. So, but there's a lot of there's a lot of big name plays in that game, I guess. But I remember yeah. you telling me once that you would get a man of the match for doing the most memorable thing in the game, not necessarily being the best player on the field. This is so going Keel, back some years ago. Keel. Oh really? Yeah, that yeah, could happen. Do the most do the most memorable thing in the game. Don't be the best player on the pitch. <laughs> I'd believe that for sure. Yeah, so, you see that so so often too. Like that player was shit, but they scored a bicycle, and so everyone loves them. Keel, and he should have been best on then. From that horse color, yeah, no, the tackle the tackle button. But let's let's get back to it. So let's talk about Saka. So, Sean, you're a traditionalist. You're more of a Graham Soonest than a Roy Keane. Oh wow, <laughs> same person. Do you, do you think Saka? Do you think Saka should have been the man to take the penalty? Like, I feel like we're going to have this argument again where it's like, if he does that as the 19 year old, he's the wunder kid. He's all that. But 
if he misses, everyone's now like going the complete other way, being like, can't believe Gareth made him step up last penalty. Like, how, he do you think nervous. he's the right man for the job? But he looked like he was shitting himself. And yeah, oh, but I suppose yeah, it's a like it's easy to look back and now and say it, but. I mean, and it depends on the how it come about that he was number five. So yeah, if if um if Gareth said, "Hey, you're number five, and he said, "Are you sure, Gareth?" And Gareth's like, "Yes, I'm sure you are number five. Mm, probably not the best decision, I, I don't think. But I mean, you you got to understand that these guys would have been taking pens for every day for knockout games every day, and the and he and as you leave training. Gareth would be like, these are our penalty takers. Everyone else in, in recover. The, the 10 penalty takers that are plausibly on the field at the time, you're out doing pens and they do pens. So potentially he, that, that was just legitimately the five best penalty takers they've had in training yeah. um, taking pens. So And if it come about that way, then yeah, of course he's the right man for the job. As soon as you accept the shirt, if you get, you get picked or get subbed on and you pull the England shirt on, I don't care if you're 19 or 34. Like you're a professional footballer, and you should be able to um, rely on your technique to to get you through a twelve yard um, penalty shootout. So I think yeah, it depends on the nature on how him being number five come about. The only thing I've got to say is where is the bollocks of um, Jack Grealish at that point to say, yeah, hey, on the man, in. put me in, yeah, yeah. And, and Gareth's Gar- Gar- like, oh yeah, and Jack, you're number six. Where's Jack to say? No, no, no! I'm not number six. Move, move me up. Like, where, yeah. where, where's the, where's the bollocks on him then? Like, he's, just, he's brave. He's brave when he, um, when he can do it. Like, come off the bench and, and, um, you know, have no pressure. Have no pressure and play for twenty minutes and, um, you know, have not like high consequences. But when it, when it's there to go and do it, Jack. I mean, you put, you put um, Saka in front of yourself. It kind of seemed maybe that what it came down to in the end, like right at the end of the shootout, was just a bit of bit of character. Um, but but to, like was the difference between some of the more mature Italian players with big kahunas and some of the younger England players that got put up in front. Like Saka took that pen, kind of how you described it. He just he just ran in and hit it to the side, but it just it was the nerves, and so he he that margin of error, he just left it too far inside the post and low confidence pen. What what yeah, do you think, Job, of him going five? No, I, I, I don't know. I think I'm a bit of a traditionalist in that sense. Like I want my big dogs. I want my big dogs hitting one, and I want my big dogs hitting five. Yeah, the like, big balls. I, I feel like um, if you miss one of the first pens, like it really sets the tone badly. And I know it's very obvious, but especially like especially going second as well. Yeah, if your if your first bloke gets up and lashes one in, you're like, oh shit, we're on here. Um, and five, like you want him to bring it home, or if it is in the clutch moment, like you want someone to calm it down, you know, take the pen, step up, mm. and just put it home. Like I feel like Sack has been fantastic, like great tournament, but like he's probably not. Uh, if you're putting together your top five, you wouldn't even have thought of him. So but who's your fifth? But maybe who's they know more than us. I don't know. I don't know. number one, obviously. And then who are you going to put number five? Then? left Hendo on. I, I honestly would have left Jordan Henderson on. And I'm with the same. Just for all those other attributes that like are not considered, like the leadership, the coolness, all that, I would have left him out there. He would. He runs in his yeah, life to like, a side. I've got questions over... Um, yeah. Sterling, like where where are you Sterling? Like if yeah. you're the if you're the goal scorer, if you're the guy, why aren't you taking one? Um, Jack Grealish, I've, I've already mentioned. Where are you? Why aren't you taking one? And um, I, I hear all the time about how um, Calvin Phillips is so technical um, and yeah. has such a, a range and can strike a ball. 
well, it's only 12 yards out, mate. Like, exactly. Yeah. Luke yeah. Shaw, we're there. Luke, Luke Shaw, Shaw hits yeah. all the set pieces. Like, yeah. That's a good point. Trippier. I don't, I don't, yeah. No, yeah. Off. yeah. yeah. But, yeah. like, yeah, I think there's a range of people there. And, like, Saka is very good. But, yeah, I, I wouldn't say he's technically as proficient in front of goal as a lot of those players have yeah. named already. Yeah. What would you make sure. of um, uh, Donnarumma's celebration? Or like oh, uh, when he, I loved it. He Boss. was waiting for VAR, was he? Or was he just like being a cool He was waiting for an explosion in the background behind him so he could walk away like a badass. That was sick. Yeah, it was pretty sick. And then yeah. all, as soon as the players all jumped on him, he's like, ah, fuck it, and just started yeah. celebrating with him as well. That was pretty was cool. great. But obviously there was a lot of celebrating from the Italians. Mancini was in tears. Viali was in tears with him. Uh, basically every Italian staff member or player was in tears at some stage. Um, what you? So I guess we've got a question here at the end and, and we'll, we'll go around the, the pod and see what everyone thinks. Was this a success for Southgate in England or not? I think it's a pretty obvious answer for me, but I'll, I'll go around. Sean, I'll go to you first, super fan. What do you think? Yeah, I think it's a success because he took one more step than um, we've previously taken. So I'm going to say it's a success, but gee, it hurts to say that. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll jump Josh, in. Josh, what, what do you think? Yeah, I think, I think yeah, it's got to be success. And because they, they got so close, like they got to a, a shootout, which was essentially, it's always like a coin flip a bit. So I yeah. think aside from that, it could have easily gone their way and they had a good tournament. But Italy were also on a bit of a warpath as well. So it was a tough, tough opposition in the end. Jebba? Uh Massive achievement. I think it's huge. So England beat Germany in a major tournament, which was one of the bugbears. Obviously, Gareth put that to bed. Um, and then, like, just making a final, their best result at the Euros ever. Like, for all the criticism he copped, and I feel like every armchair fan is a better manager than Gareth Southgate, apparently. Like, yeah, go back and you look over it and everyone's critical. They're not playing the players right. But he got them to a final. Like, I think it's yeah. massive success, builds into the World Cup. I think yeah, you need to look at some of the better teams like France or Portugal that went out much earlier than England. 100%. In kind of, especially in France's case, like capitulated. Like Yeah, absolutely. And Spain, like, you yeah. know, Spain never really convinced. Whereas England, like, what do they keep? Four clean sheets? In the mm, yeah. Like, that goes a long way. I, 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 I agree. Yeah, all I think, but the last two, I think, yeah. I know what you're saying, Sean. Like, they've only got one step further, but it's also the way they got there. Like, in the World Cup, they almost limped into that semi final. Like, they almost got knocked out by Colombia. Um, can't remember who they played in the quarters. Um, Croatia. Sweden. No, it was oh. Sweden. Sweden, Sweden, Sweden was yeah. Semi, yeah. But, but, that, but, like, that step is massive. Yeah. Like, yeah, the, yeah, the quality of these teams in the final four, like they're the best teams for a reason. And they yeah. they played a lot of games as the favourite and played like the favourite, just kind of got in yeah. got the result that was expected of them and moved on rather than and, making a fuss of it. And the, the team you lost the team you lost to in the final has like is on a thirty four match unbeaten run and hasn't conceded more than one goal in thirty seven matches. Kind of like yeah, the we'll, we'll we'll look back at this Italy team as potentially one of the best ever. If they go mm. on to like win the World That's Cup as true. well, yeah. it would have to be right. Yeah, like it's, their record is unbelievable. Yeah. So it's not as though they've been mugged off by like so or bottled it or anything like that. Mancini yeah. Mancini took over this team back in 2018 when they're at their lowest rank ever as a country, which is 21, after they failed to qualify for the World Cup. And mm. then you look at them now, and it's unreal where he's got them to. Yeah, so very impressive by the Italians um, and unfortunate for the English, but a good showing at least. 
Great tournament. So we'll move on to the uh, a bit more of a spicy affair, potentially. We'll just touch on this lightly, yep. Yeah, we'll just touch on this one lightly because I know Shauna and I didn't get to catch too much of this, but we'll we'll pass it over to our South American correspondents, Josh and Job. See. So it was Argentina one, Brazil nil in the Copa America final. What were what were the highlights of this game? You guys, yeah, can we just touch on the goal? Yeah. <laughs> Hola. Hola. Hola, um, senor. Yeah, so, uh, so Brazil absolutely dominant in this game, but this was an absolute spectacle. Like, I love this game. For Great, everything. entertaining, it had, it, yeah. had, it had everything. Like, you had skills. You had a dodgy pitch in parts. You had Nicolas Otamendi lifting Neymar with what looked like a wrestling move. Yeah. Um, and I think Argentina, for memory, and I'll probably be corrected by the actual stats, but I can only recall them having one shot before, like, the 70th minute, and it was like a <laughs> clip, o- clip over the top. God. And Di Maria, like, his touch is... Unbelievable, Oz. I got to ask you about that goal. So it's like a nice vision, a nice attempted pass, nice touch from Di Maria, nice finish. I don't think the ball should have ever got to Di Maria. I don't know who the left back was for Brazil, yeah. but he flaps at it and just misses it, and that's the only reason they scored. It's Lottie like, what, from Atlético yeah. Madrid. It's a mistake. So he's not. Yeah, he's not. Yeah, he's not reaching, lunging for it, and not can't reach it. It's like at he's like almost his knee, and he just goes under his foot and goes through and. Yeah. Scores. So for me, it's like I won't say it's a great ball. It was a great vision and attempted ball, but a great ball doesn't get shouldn't be intercepted. Uh, but great a great finish. finish. Oh, yeah, that was lovely. Immaculate. But then after that, it was honestly from about that minute to I'd say probably the 80th minute. It was all Brazil, and it was the Neymar yeah. show. And, and it was just it was, kicking the shit out of Neymar. Yeah, it was like, but he's just so good to watch. Like when he's on like that, he's, he gets fired up, and he, he wants to yeah. get plays and draw like not just, just draw fouls, but just yeah. he wants to get past them and do stuff. But if he doesn't get fouled, like, he just gets past them with such ease. Like, he yeah. picked up the ball on the left wing on probably a couple of occasions. And, like, Argentina were basically taking turns at fouling him. Yeah, he was pretty just, much. Like, he was just dribbling past them, and his passing is so crisp. It was just unbelievable to watch. Only yeah. nine yellow cards. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, it should have been a bit more. low. All for <laughs> <Otto> Mendy. <laughs> um, so then we get, we get to, like, the 80th minute, and then Brazil's really pushing at this point. But they just didn't have like a bit of cutting edge in there. Richarlison was frustrating as hell to watch. Um, yeah. And then there was a really nice moment from DePaul. Did you see him play Messi, Halsey, with the ball at the end that Messi butchered? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's running along oh. and he switches it across, gets it back. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah. And then um, he sort of f- slips and fumbles and stumbles. and. Yeah, it was such a good ball from DePaul. But you see the defense like stepping out and he just timed it perfectly. And you're Straight like, through, cut him yeah, open, yeah. Game no, over, that, bitches. I thought that was game over. Game but, over. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, yeah. That was it, and so that was that was the end. It sort of petered out from there. But that was Messi's first trophy with Argentina. And a lot of the narrative was around like Messi doing this and that, but I just don't think that tells the story of the game. Like it was just so one-sided. Yeah, he didn't do a lot. So really. he no. was the first player, and this is worldwide, I believe, to win Golden Boot Player of the Tournament and lift the trophy as well. And there was maybe was one other one other trophy in there he got as well. Um, and maybe most men of the match awards, I think, as well in the same yeah, tournament. Yeah. He's the first player really? to ever do that. So that was yeah. that was pretty impressive. That's, I, I, that's he was pretty anonymous po- in the final, though, wasn't he? Like he didn't do. Yeah, it's yeah, kind of that popularity stat so coming through. The popularity yeah. stat. Yeah, there's, but, the, there's the algorithm coming back. Yeah. Um, as a, as our self-appointed South American correspondent, like he was unbelievable in the group stage. Like in Argentina, mm. like, they were yeah. okay, but it didn't really click. But like some of the goals from him, like he's got a free kick in the. Yeah, he made it look semi. easy. Oh, like just unbelievable. But yeah, that, that tournament against the Euros is just like, 
worlds apart. Like it's so different. Yeah, it's it's hilarious yeah. actually, especially you, played in South America. You could see what he means to the team because as soon as the whistle went, they won. Every single player ran to Messi. Yeah, and yeah. celebrated with him. So obviously he carries a lot of the weight for the team as well. And I believe that was the second time ever in Brazil's history that they've lost in a competitive match at the Maracana. Oh, what a stat! Really? Yeah, I don't. I honestly, I'm still thinking about it now. I don't know how they lost. Yeah, it's it's the the se- second yeah. time ever in a competitive fixture. I believe it was last time was like Uruguay in 1917 or something. It was. Jesus, yeah. They just don't lose at the Maracana. But there you go. Anyway, I think that's all we've got for today. Yeah, uh, you boys didn't have anything else you wanted to touch on. No other points you wanted to make. Sean, I no more rest. points on England you wanted to bring up before we wrap it up. No, nah, just looking forward to next year in Qatar. Should be good. Oh yeah. Alrighty, job. Where can they uh, reach us? Uh, you can reach us oh, at football played on paper at gmail.com. <laughs> Instagram football played on paper. Facebook football played on paper, and Twitter at football on pods. Very and well done, what are we doing? Oh, What are we doing this week, boys? Are we going to talk about the team of the tournament later in the week? Yeah, yeah we'll touch on the team idea. of the tournament. We'll go through our predictions and sort of do a bit of a bit of a wrap of the Euros again because this is more of a wrap of the game. We'll wrap up the whole Euros. Yeah, I reckon that sounds get, good. Get those um, predictions out, Job, so you get mugged off again like you did last time. <laughs> you, boys, you boys are in for a very nasty surprise because I might have uh, had a look at these. Doctored and it. One oh, of yeah, us. Yeah, I'm yeah, gonna, yeah. I'm gonna, oh, yeah, yeah. Had a look at these. He went back in <laughs> I gotta and give had you, a look. <laughs> give you boys a hint. Someone on this pod tipped one of the greatest games ever players to go scoreless. <laughs> And I think we'll, we'll spend 10 to 15 minutes on that. <laughs> Raheem scored, Someone. Mate, So I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Shorty, you oh, thought this out. episode was rough. Wait for yeah. the predictions.